Hello and welcome to a new episode of Spirituality 101. I am your host, Lavinia, and I am very happy that you are here with me today. So in today's episode, we are about to dive into overthinking and worry. Because I think especially in these tough times, we all made our experiences there. And we all had periods of time where we just couldn't escape our brains and our negative thoughts. So I just came up with some coping techniques that I used over the time. And I would like to, first of all, go into what overthinking actually means and where it is coming from, from a spiritual point of view, and then what I do to feel better about it. But before we get into this episode, I would also like to plug my Instagram account as always. So if you ever feel like seeing or hearing more from me and be updated whenever new episodes are coming out, feel free to check out my Instagram. It's at spirituality101.podcast and I will also leave this name in the description. But now let's get started. So overthinking. Um, I think we all do it at some point. Some might do it more, some not as much. But when it comes to me, I am a classic overthinker. And because my physical and mental health are strongly connected to each other, I instantly feel it in my body whenever I stress out over things for a longer amount of time. Sorry, that was a door. (laughs) I hope you didn't hear it as much. Um, So whenever I worry for like a week or two, I instantly feel it in my body and I can tell that it is from stress. And I think in today's society, it is a topic to reduce stress and to establish that work-life balance. But maybe it is not taken as seriously though like in the day-to-day life, because when you look up studies about diseases and mental health issues that are caused by stress, you will see that stress reducing is actually part of the key to a healthy life and most of all a happy life. And I think that is what we are all aiming for and working on. So I thought maybe my coping techniques that I discovered throughout the years might also help some other people because as I said to keep myself healthy I also have to work with these techniques because you know I'm kind of someone who is scared of the unknown and who is always thinking about the worst case scenarios and going through all types of negative thoughts whenever I'm unsure of something. Maybe you can relate to that. Hopefully not, to be honest. Uh, That is kind of a toxic trade that I am working on right now, but it is just when did worry ever do us something good? Because at least for me, those worst case scenarios never really happened. I can't think of an example or a time when that was actually the case. I can't remember anything. So that just shows that worry and overthinking is a waste of time, a waste of energy, and a waste of happiness. And now for the past few weeks, I really struggled with it. And sometimes, at rare occasions, I do have the spiral of thought that is leading me into anxiety. 
And that is really, really uncomfortable and something I sometimes don't know how to handle. And those techniques sometimes don't even help with that. Um, But that is okay. That is something that I wanted to say too. I try to always reach for the better feeling thought. Because Abraham Hicks, I don't know if you know them, they are an author of several books that really helped me on this spiritual journey, and we will definitely discuss them in other episodes. But something they said is always reach for the better feeling thought, and if you can't think about it positively, just don't think about it at all. Well sometimes that is not possible for me. If I am in the spiral, I just sometimes wish for a button that I can push to just stop my thoughts because I can't stop them myself and I can't just not think about it or think about it positively. So that is something I do struggle with sometimes. And as I said, it leads me into panic attacks or sometimes phases of anxiety where I do feel it in my body like shivers, feeling hot and cold at the same time, headaches, all of that. Hem, sorry. (laughs) And that is why I think it is so important to be as carefree and as joyful as possible whenever you can. Sometimes you just can't do it. Sometimes you can't reach for the better feeling thought and sometimes you can't use that technique to dissolve your problems and step out of the ego and create better feeling thoughts and that is totally okay. Sometimes we just can sit with it and say, you know what, right now I feel like this and I am just sitting in this feeling. I am just recognizing that it's there and I let it be there for the moment till I feel better. And when I feel better and when I'm ready to change something about the state of being, I'll do so. But it is definitely so important that we don't let ourselves or push ourselves to feel better if we just can't do that right now. We are no machines, we are human beings, and it is totally okay to experience those uncomfortable emotions and thoughts, and it is not a good thing, or not a lovely thing, but it is still there, and I am sure things are temporary, so it will pass, but it will also come again at some time. So it is important to just let yourself be, and don't push yourself across your boundaries. Just accept that you might not have the motivation to change something about it and that it's completely fine. Just wanted to tell you that before I share my coping techniques. But why do we overthink or why does it feel so bad? Well, it is because the ego takes the lead. As I said, if you can't step out of your ego, you are in the ego, obviously. (laughs) And The ego is just so scared of everything. I mean, I also explained what it is in my first episode, I think, what is spirituality. So if you want to know more about it, go check that out. Um, But it is just scared of the unknown and life is the unknown. 
You never know what happens in the next moment. You never know what happens tomorrow. And if you focus on that, then the ego just wants more attention. It is scared and it wants attention. Those are like the two main characteristics of the ego. For example, I stress about school, about graduating school, about my final exams that are coming up. And that is something I don't know. I don't know what the tasks and those final exams will be. I don't know if I pass. I don't know if I'll graduate this summer. The chance is high that I do so, but I don't know. There is no one that can guarantee me that. And that is what drives the ego crazy. That's all it is. And if we focus on that, if we do feel insecure about it in the first place, and we focus on it more and give the ego attention, the ego is coming up with another thought and another thought in that direction. So we give it more attention. And most likely we do so. And then we have a problem. <laughs> no, but that is what overthinking is caused by. And it is also the law of attraction. The law of attraction says whatever you vibrate, you attract. So if you vibrate those thoughts, you attract more thoughts of the same kind, if that makes sense to you. If you can't follow me right here, that is okay. Just maybe go back, listen to it again. We will definitely dive into this topic of energy, law of attraction, manifestation more. But for this episode, just remember the ego is scared of the unknown and it wants attention. And the negative thoughts that are created by the ego are definitely intensified by the law of attraction if we focus on these thoughts. If we focus on them, we are offered more of the same kind. And if you shift your perspective and your focus, for example, see all the beautiful things that are, you are surrounded by right now, we will attract more thoughts of that kind. So when I'm actively looking for something beautiful, I can see right now in this room that I'm sitting in, and I find one thing, I'll most likely find another one and another one and another one. And that is what is happening in our brains whenever we overthink and we focus on those thoughts that we overthink. And the ego is looking for security. That is why you might go through all of these worst case scenarios like I do. It tries to find security in the outside and tries to maybe... And not let them happen or I do it that way that I think oh maybe this could happen or this is the worst that could happen or this so if I prepare myself mentally I'm not as shocked or not as in pain when it actually happens to me that is kind of an emotional security that is also a reason why we do that um the ego also triggers <laughs> the fight or flight response. I don't know if you have heard of it, but the fight or flight response is activated whenever we are in danger. So for example, if you would be a deer and you would be on a field and all of a sudden there is a wolf, the fight or flight response is triggered in that moment. And you as a deer would debate on whether to 
escape or confront the wolf and fight for death or life. That is what this response is, and we humans still have it in our bodies, although we don't really need it that much anymore in today's society. But back then, I don't know, a million years back, we did need it, and we still have it in us. Nowadays, it is more um, kind of an emotional fight or flight response. If you feel criticized or attacked by someone verbally, that is also activated. So in today's society, it is more on an emotional level, but back then it was definitely necessary to survive. And we are actually the only species that can activate this response by thought alone. The mind doesn't know what is real and what is just imagined. And we humans can visualize a lot and we have this gift of visualization and clear imagination like if i tell you think about an apple tree you can definitely see that in front of you most of the time and that is why we can activate this response by thought alone because the mind can distinct that the mind can't tell if it's actually happening in this 3d reality or if it is just in my mind and that is why we tend to spiral into panic attacks or anxiety like I do, if you can relate to that. That is the reason, because this fight-or-flight response is triggered. And most of us are actually in this fight-or-flight response for kind of a big amount of time, and maybe over a longer period. So it is definitely worth to find out whether or not this response is triggered in your case, often, and what you can change about that, because that will make your life a lot more peaceful and joyful. Um, when we are in the ego, we also forget about our true nature. We forget about our soul. The soul is what we are. When I say I am, I means the soul. <laughs> I try to explain it as easy as possible right now, but whenever I say the soul, that is what our true being is. We are not our body, we are not our thoughts, and we are not our environment or family or whatever you associate with yourself. All you really are on an energetic level is your soul. That is where your true being sits, and that is what you actually are. But when we are in the ego, that is just part of our physical existence, we tend to forget about it if we are really into it. And our soul, our true being, knows a lot more than our human brain does because it has access to this higher intelligence, however you might call it, universe or God or source or whatever. I personally call it universe, so whenever you hear me saying that, I mean a higher intelligence. And our soul has access to it and our soul has a connection to it. And that is what we um, are talking about when we say my intuition told me this and that. Intuition, hmm. intuition is actually just a connection to a higher intelligence, to the universe. And it is some sort of guidance. If you are really in alignment with your soul, you will have more of 
those intuitive thoughts and intuitive impulses. And if you follow them, you are maybe led to your desires. That could possibly happen. But the ego is thinking that life is happening to it. And the soul knows that life is happening for us. <laughs> so there's a difference. The ego thinks, oh, I can't control life. Life is happening to me and I don't have any influence on that. And that is why I am standing here and I have to deal with what is here and basically have to accept it the way it is. That is what the ego thinks and that is why we go through those worst case scenarios that could happen because we are not aware that we are a creator and we can decide what happens in our reality and we are actually in control of that. The ego feels out of control. The soul knows that whatever happens right now, maybe if we didn't intend this to happen on a conscious level, we did intend it on a subconscious or intuitive level. And everything that is happening right in front of you, right now in your life, is just serving the purpose of awakening. Because life wants you to be aware of your soul, of your true being, of your nature, of the place where you are coming from energetically. And that is why all of these things are happening in your life. They are serving that purpose. And you can actually tell if you are in alignment with your true self or out of alignment by your emotions. Emotions were given to us to experience this physical experience fully intense. And they were also given to us to tell us whether or not we are in alignment with our soul. So whenever you feel bad, for example, sad or angry or lost, whatever it might be, those uncomfortable feelings, you are definitely out of alignment. You are not in alignment with the things that your soul thinks. <laughs> that sounded weird. But for example, I'm sitting here telling myself, oh my god, I won't make it. I won't graduate school this summer. I feel so bad about that. I can tell you that. And my soul is telling me by this uncomfortable emotion, girl, chill out. I know it's all going to be fine. Even if you don't graduate, that is for your highest good. Just relax. It is all happening for you. That is what my soul thinks. And I think the opposite. And that's why I'm feeling not so good. In comparison, if you feel the best you've ever been, and if you feel happy and joyful, then you are totally in alignment with yourself. You are totally in alignment with your soul whenever you follow your passion, do what you love, feel happy, and could just hug the whole world. That is your soul, baby girl. That is totally in alignment. And now let's get on to my advice. I think I talked enough about where this overthinking and worry is coming from and why you should definitely not listen to those thoughts. It is okay to have these thoughts. Duality, that is my main motto. Duality, good and bad, we all experience it, but that doesn't mean that you have to believe it and definitely you don't have to live by it. So just keep that in mind. And now 
let's get on with the techniques. So I kind of already said it, but I would recommend to go on a walk. It is always good to get some fresh air in and it is always a good idea to just escape like your home or the room you are in because we are in our usual environment. We tend to just focus on the inward more, focus on our thoughts more, let us be distracted more because we already know what's around us. So if you go on a walk, you escape that environment and you can focus on something else. And that is what I said in the beginning, kind of focus on something beautiful. Just feel how the wind feels on your skin. Look for all the colors you can see. Try to find out what noises you can hear. Actively look for beautiful things and just by that shift your focus to something that is a higher vibration and to something that is serving your soul purpose more. Um, also, dance. It doesn't matter if you can dance or if you can't. Dancing, movement in general, like exercises, also going on a walk is movement. Um, those things are just helping to release energy and get everything flowing. If you move, your blood is flowing and circulating. And that is also what happens with your energy. You can release blocked energy and you can get everything in the right flow. If you don't like the way you dance, I recommend just close your eyes, put on a song you really like and let yourself be guided by your body. Don't do anything, don't think about a choreography or none of that. Just let yourself be guided, let your body do the movements it wants to do and be intuitive with it because that will help you to release those blockages. And also, sing. That is another tip I have for you. Um, again, it doesn't matter if you can sing or not, but it is scientifically proven that you can't be afraid and sing at the same time because it kind of shuts off that area in your brain that is scared. I don't know how it really works, but it works. So if you sing, you can't be scared or you can't have that fear inside of you if you do it long enough. And that is why I recommend to do that. It definitely helps me most of the times. And meet friends. That is kind of what um, I also said with escaping your usual environment because they just distract you from those thoughts. When you are all by yourself and you're kind of bored, you tend to give in to that. But with friends, if you feel welcomed and if you feel safe with them, it is definitely a good idea to meet up with them. Or if you don't want to see anybody, just go somewhere else, someplace, go shopping or sit at a cafe or just open yourself to new impressions and new experiences that are outside of your home, outside of the regular day-to-day -day stuff, to have some kind of different input that your brain can think about. One thing that also helps me is being present. 
it sounds easy, but it is so effective because whenever we worry, we are in the future with our minds. We are thinking about what could happen after this moment. Well, just be in this moment and you will see that everything is perfectly fine. Most of the time you are healthy, you don't have to suffer from poverty or hunger or anything like that. You have a roof above your head, maybe the sun is shining, and even if it isn't, just look what is around you, how is the weather, how how are things, and just be right in this moment without wasting a thought on the past or the future. Just be aware of what it feels like to be in the now, in the present moment. Um, that is just what helps me because it takes me out of the ego. It is definitely easier said than done, but if I do it and if it works, it just feels like the stress is falling off of me and I can relax for at least a second. And sometimes that is worth more than an hour or two of doing a hobby or something. It is like meditation. That is also a tip that I have. Meditate. But I know sometimes it is hard to just sit there and have no thoughts or very little thoughts and rest. Because obviously as an overthinker, if you struggle with shutting off your thoughts, really sitting there and being confronted with that might be frustrating if you can't shut them off and if you can't just let go, sit back and enjoy silence in your mind. But you can at least try it. Maybe just sit there for a minute or two and that might already be enough. And maybe that will lead you to a state of peace or a state of silence so that you can even sit in that longer. But I would give it a try and maybe it works. But if it doesn't, just don't be frustrated. Know that it is okay. Also, I would recommend to do affirmations. Because as I said, when we think the opposite of our true being, of our natural truth, we tend to feel really bad about ourselves. So telling yourself positive affirmations, whether you believe them or not, definitely shifts your focus, first of all, and it connects you to your soul, it moves you to your true being and to your truth. And that is so effective. Whenever I do that, I feel better inside of my core and I can really feel it. I just feel some kind of relief. I don't always believe what I say, but if you say it to yourself long enough, you'll believe it, trust me. So it is something to try out. And those can be basic things like, it is going to be fine, I am safe, Life is happening for me. I am deserving of my highest good. I am deserving of protection and so on. And if you have so many thoughts in your brain that you can't carry them all, just write them down on a piece of paper. You don't even need to structure it. Just write it down and throw it away afterwards or keep it if you want to. But just clear your mind by letting them go through your hand on a piece of paper and say whatever is on here stays on here and is not allowed to come back into my mind. 
that also works sometimes. Pets are a good thing as a distraction. Pets are connected, like animals in general, are connected to their true being. They are not in the ego <laughs> as we humans are. So if you feel like you're struggling and you have a pet around, just spend your time with some animals. And if you don't have pets, just go for a walk in nature and look for the birds and any other animals you can find, butterflies, whatever it is. That also helps to calm us down. And as my last tip, do what you love. Just find a passion, find a hobby. For me personally, I discovered dancing again. I used to dance years ago at home by myself with tutorials on YouTube and I even tried a professional dance course but I didn't like it as much so I just continued to do it at home and then I kind of lost the fun because I judged myself too much and I was frustrated when I couldn't do the moves as good as the people in the video and I stopped but now because I just didn't know what to do with myself anymore I discovered dancing again and I'm pretty glad I did because it is definitely a passion of mine and it just makes me feel better and that is what I recommend. Whatever you feel like doing, whatever you can do good or just enjoy, do that and you will see. Everything goes by. If you struggle right now with overthinking, I hope this podcast kind of distracted you and I hope you enjoyed it. Just know it is all temporary good times are coming again. Yeah, if you liked this episode, I would be very, very grateful if you could leave a review on Spotify. That would make me so happy. And I would be so pleased to see you again next episode. I try to upload every Saturday, but I don't know. Right now, I have a lot of ideas that I can record, but maybe I won't in the next few weeks. So I don't want to make any promises, but that's what my Instagram account is for. So again, if you really want to be updated, go check that out. It's in the description and have a good day. Don't think too much. Don't stress yourself out. It's, it's all going to be fine. I hope to see you again soon. And till then, just be carefree and enjoy life. Bye.